Wedding season is upon us, and if you're starting to think about what supplies and last-minute items you're going to need for your actual wedding day, this episode is for you. Today, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes peek at my wedding day of emergency kit. And whether you're a couple about to get married or you're a wedding planner or another wedding vendor, you're really going to like this very hands-on episode. So let's get to it. You're listening to Ask the Planner. I'm your host, Desiree Adams, owner of Verb Event Co., a company whose mission is to help couples enjoy planning the contemporary, sophisticated wedding they've always imagined. Together with other wedding industry experts, we reveal the crucial details and industry secrets that will help you plan and enjoy your flawless heirloom occasion. So pop your favorite champagne because we have a wedding to plan. Hey guys, it's Desiree. Before we get to today's episode, I wanted to first give a shout out to our sponsors. The first is our own wedding planning template shop. Regardless of where you are in your wedding planning journey, this shop has tons of resources I created specifically for you based on a lot of the tools I use with my own clients. My most popular items these days is the ultimate wedding planning checklist for couples, no surprise there, and the wedding mood board template. The checklist is a game changer when it comes to knowing what to do and when in your wedding planning journey. And for all my decor obsessed couples and fellow wedding pros, the wedding mood board template turns that messy Pinterest board into a cohesive and organized decor roadmap for your day. You can pick up these products and more in the wedding planning template shop at shop.verveventco.com. Again, that's shop.verveventco.com. And don't forget to use my special podcast discount code, which is podcast 10 during checkout. Again, use the code podcast 10 at checkout for 10% off your entire purchase. The second sponsor of our podcast is The Planner's Playbook. I have been in the wedding industry for almost five years and have been planning and executing events for over 15 years, and I am constantly learning and still trying to level up my game. Candice Coppola, who is the master behind The Planner's Playbook, is also my business mentor, and she has put together an incredible coaching program called The Planner's Playbook. Now, if you want to fast track your wedding planning career, this is your secret weapon to planning, designing, and coordinating magazine-worthy weddings. Seriously. It's designed for wedding planners who are five years or fewer into their business, and it will give you all the training and support you need for a multitude of things, including simplifying your planning process so you have a clear picture of how to work with your clients on any occasion or budget. It will also help boost your productivity with solid systems and processes that make wedding planning easy. I am a spreadsheet queen and Candace's spreadsheets are the bomb.com. So amazing. Every month you will receive a new playbook straight to your inbox and it will be filled with tangible and tactile advice on everything from how to plan a tented wedding to preparing client budgets, mapping out your client journey, all of the things. And the last playbook was over 70 pages of amazing information and I'm still going through it. How can you say no to this? Also, The doors to the Planner's Playbook open only four times a year, but you can ditch the waitlist and join anytime by visiting my unique sponsor link, 
Imagine all of the things you could accomplish if you had the right resources and support to guide you. So if you want to learn more about the Planners Playbook, head to verveventco.com forward slash Planners Playbook. Again, you can skip the wait list and get instant access with my unique link by visiting verveventco.com forward slash Planners Playbook. Now, the last sponsor of our podcast is Lovestream. I have used Lovestream with my weddings, and my couples are so happy with it. Not to mention, they have excellent customer service, which is huge for me. Now, even though we all thought we would be getting back to a quote-unquote normal wedding, luckily, Lovestream is a one-way, high-definition, high-quality way to stream your wedding and help your guests feel like they're still a part of the audience at your wedding, even though they're sitting on their own couch at home. Your guests click on your personal URL and they're able to watch without logging in, downloading an app, or messing with their microphone settings. Seriously, how many times have you been in a Zoom meeting and someone forgot to mute themselves? Imagine if that happened at your wedding. True story. Now, if you are planning a destination wedding, they also offer all-inclusive live streaming destination wedding packages. I really like Lovestream because the platform is so easy to use for any size wedding. But what I love best about the company is their excellent customer service, which starts right when you visit their site and their live chat feature lets you ask questions before and after you book with them. Seriously, it's so amazing. Now, to get 10% off any Lovestream package, visit verveventco.com forward slash love stream and enter the code ask 10 for 10% off. Again, that's verveventco.com forward slash love stream and use our code ask 10 for 10% off any love stream virtual wedding package. Thank you again to all of our sponsors and to you, our listeners. Without you, we wouldn't be able to have this show. I couldn't make all this free content without your support. So thank you so much for listening, subscribing, supporting our sponsors, and supporting the show. And now, on to today's episode. Wedding season is upon us, and if you're starting to think about what supplies and last-minute items you're going to need for your actual wedding day, this episode is for you. Today, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes peek at my wedding day of emergency kit. And whether you're a couple about to get married or you're a wedding planner or another wedding vendor, you're really going to like this very hands-on episode. So let's get to it. Hello and welcome to all of you on this week's episode of Ask the Planner. Today we're going behind the scenes into my wedding day emergency kit. And guys, not to be weird, but I really, really, really love and am so proud of my emergency kit. I get giddy just thinking about it. I'm beaming right now, you can probably tell, but more on the actual kit later. First, I wanted to thank all of you that wished me a happy birthday last week. And to those of you that left a review of the podcast for my birthday, thank you so, so, so much. It really means so much to me and makes me so giddy when I see that little review number get higher and higher with each review. Now, if you're new to the show, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad to have you here. If you are an OG listener, I'm so glad to have you here too. I really want to think of a name for all of you guys, my listeners. You know, Caitlin Bristow has her vinos, Lo, her stylist, and he is the host of the Low Life podcast, has his low lifers. He even calls people who listen to his show low riders. And I'm like, this is so cute. I want something like that for my people. So if you have ideas 
um, send them to me. I want to be able to incorporate them. And I promise by season three, I will think of something. But if you have ideas, send them to me. Um, drop them in your review on Apple Podcasts, and I will send you a gift card to any story that you want if we use it. Speaking of Caitlin and Lo, I met for the first time the third point of their love triangle or the other half of the new J-Lo bromance, who is Jason Tardick. He was in Rochester this past weekend at a fundraiser I was attending, and I had to talk to him about his wedding planning. And now that they've announced who their wedding planner is, I was even more filled with questions about what they're going to do. You're probably not surprised to hear this. Jason, if you are listening, since you subscribed to the podcast when we met, I have been closely following their wedding planning journey or lack thereof because for the longest time, they said they were getting married in the late 2022. But even a few weeks ago, they didn't have a wedding planner. And you all know how much I have been talking about my hoarding mentality and planning ahead so I've been very curious to hear what they're going to do and when they're going to tie the knot because I keep thinking you're not going to do it in 2022 because you have no time. So now online sources say that they're probably going to get married in 2023. But anyway, what does this have to do with a podcast other than they're getting married? Well, Jason, who was a sweetheart, offered to come on our podcast. Yes, Jason Tardick is going to come on the Ask the Planner podcast with yours truly, and I'm so excited to talk to him about their planning journey and specifically hear his take on the finances of it all since his whole platform is on consumer financial literacy, which I do talk about in a lot of my episodes, especially the budgeting ones. Also, I am saying this on the podcast now so that Jason cannot back out because he promised he was going to come on the podcast, but we will see when his schedule allows. In the meantime, you all need to send me your wedding finances questions and I will let Jason weigh in. I have some other ideas for the direction of the podcast, but if you guys have specific questions, leave them in your reviews on Apple Podcasts and I will make sure to ask him. Um, also, don't forget to leave your Instagram or TikTok handles in your reviews so I can follow you back and give you a shout out when we ask him your questions. And finally, don't forget that I am doing some giveaways in April, so you will be entered to win if you leave the podcast review. Drop your Instagram handle, like I said. Um, if you want to just leave the show five stars, that's great. If you want to leave some emojis, that's awesome. If you want to leave an actual review of like what you think, that would be even better. Um, but I do need a way to get in touch with you so I can send you your gift in the mail. So make sure you leave your handle or some way, of, or you can DM me. Finally, if you are driving or working out and want the show notes for this episode or cleaning the kitchen, whatever you do, you can find them at verveventco.com forward slash 59. And you're definitely going to want the show notes because I'm going to link to everything um, in Amazon or wherever I get them that I include in my emergency kit. So again, that's verveventco.com forward slash 59. Okay, now on to today's episode, my wedding day of emergency kit supplies. So I wanted to share this episode with you all as first and foremost, I am a wedding planner um, and I take great pride in my supply kit. It has grown over the years, so I wanted to share some of my most important and perhaps some of the surprising items that I keep to help all of you guys, the couples and my planners out there and just other wedding vendors that are listening. 
Again, I'm going to make sure to link to all of these in the show notes as well. So don't feel like you have to write them down right now. Okay, first up is my carrying case. A couple of years ago, when I started my company, I found a really awesome makeup artist's hard-sided carrying case that rolled um, that I used to carry all of my supplies in. My supplies have grown, and I, now I also use some Tupperware bins for like my amazing hardcore steamer. But I really wanted something to store all of my supplies, so I bought this hard-sided makeup artist rolling carrying case kit. So. Unfortunately, after about three years, the little latches on the side started to come loose and there's no good way to tighten them up. So I asked Allie, who's on the team here, to research some new options for me this year. So she found me my current one, which I haven't actually broken out at, at a wedding yet, but I'm super excited to bring it this year. It's from the LA shop, which I'll link to in the show notes, but it is an awesome purple, dark purple, not like bright lavender soft-sided case that zips. I decided to go against the hard case this time since I was afraid that the latches would do the same thing, and I hope that zippers stand up longer. I love this particular case because it's flexible. It has one of those telescoping handles so that um, you can use it like a, like a luggage, and it has a lot of storage. Also, the wheels pop on and off, which means they won't break off, um, and then the, th- the whole thing becomes unusable. Also, I like that the top case, because it's basically two cases in one, the top case detaches from the bottom, and I can use them separately, and I, it has like a little strap on it so I can carry it um, like a purse, not like a purse, but like a bigger bag. And I would keep my smaller items in this one. So if a team member needs to take that case to a different part of the venue or to to stay with a wedding party, it comes right off and they don't have to lug the whole thing around, which is kind of big. Like it's, I have a lot of stuff that I put in there. So those are the things that we're most using anyway. So it's nice that it comes off in a very convenient way. It also has these clear side pockets on the outside for the bigger items that we're always pulling out, like our scissors, our radios, our um, candle lighters, um, our, what are they called? our extension cords, so many things. So anyways, I like those big um, pockets on the side because they're clear so you can actually see what's inside. So that, it takes care of the case that I use to carry everything. Now let's go to what is actually inside our case. Full disclosure, this is by no means an exhaustive list because I would be here forever, but I want to share some of the more obvious items and also the less obvious items that are in the case. So I'm going to go over them in about five main categories of supplies, which are cutting supplies, tape or adhesives, cleaning supplies, jewelry and just-in-case supplies, like random things, and then office supplies. Okay, so for cutting supplies, some of these might be obvious to you, but hopefully some of them are not. One, my big one is box cutters. We have to open a lot of boxes, boxes from the linen company, supplies from our clients, you name it, it's in a box. And so the box cutters are really helpful for getting us through and opening all of them really, really fast. Third, we have floral shears. So even though we're wedding planners, we're actually still cutting flowers sometimes like boutonnieres, cutting down installations after the wedding is done is a big one. And sometimes we're just trimming things like in an install. So the floral shears actually get used more often than you would think um, by me. 
Um, next, we have sewing scissors. They are part of our sewing kit, which we obviously need multiples of because we have the wedding party, we have the bridesmaids, we have the bride, we have all of their stuff. Um, and sometimes, you know, something comes undone or there's thread or whatever. So it's definitely something that we keep with us are the sewing scissors. And finally, which kind of might surprise you, number five, razors. Just some good old straight edge razors. No, we're not cutting ourselves. These are for the labels and stickers that come on new items that we always have to peel off. You have no idea how many you know new things people buy, but then they don't take the stickers off and then it leaves that gunk on them. So we have to use our, our razors to get all of that gunk off. Pro tip, if you buy stuff for your wedding, make sure you take all of those stickers off before your wedding day so that it just looks neater and nicer and, you know, someone doesn't forget to do it on the wedding day because they're not going to think to do that. Okay, so that wraps up our cutting supplies. Okay, category number two, we have our tape and adhesives. So as much as we're cutting things open, we're also gluing them back together. We have all kinds of glue, including Gorilla Glue, which is like an epoxy, super glue, glue dots, which are a personal favorite of mine. They stick in so many places and are much less messy. They're just basically, they come either on a roll or in sheets, and they're just these little dots of glue, which you can just peel off and then stick on something, and it's awesome. I also have black electrical tape, because sometimes we have to tape down things and the black just fades in. Obviously, we have floral tape because, again, that will help with putting together boutonnieres if they're coming loose. And then another favorite, which will surprise a lot of you, is this paste called Stickum, S-T-I-C-K-U-M. And that keeps our taper candles from falling over in their candle holders. I know, shocker, right? Like, this is a, this is a secret, but they are a must-have. Um, I have, like, two little cases in my supply kit for the stick-on because it really, really helps to make sure that our candlesticks don't fall over. Okay. Category three, moving on from adhesives, like I already mentioned, sometimes we need to clean up that stickiness. So for cleaning supplies, these are the things that I keep with me, which might actually also surprise you. Um, the one that doesn't surprise you is probably the Tide pen and shout wipes. That's an obvious one. But number two, we have Windex and paper towels. There are a lot of glass and mirrors and picture frames and other things that are just shiny and glassy. Glass? I don't know. Um, so we shine them up so that they look really, really nice. Plus, after we remove all those stupid stickers, we have to get the glue off. So after the razor, we use the Windex and the paper towels to wipe things off. Plus, like the paper towels are good for wiping down ceremony chairs if they've been outside because sometimes a bird will poop on them or there's dust or there's pollen. It's just, there's just a lot of needs for paper towels. So we bring those as well with us. Um, and I don't like bothering. Like, I will ask the venue, can you give me some paper towels? But I don't want to have to rely on other people. If we're in a pinch, we have our paper towels. Finally, as far as our cleaning supplies, we have wine away. Um, Jason and Caitlin, if you're listening to this, you probably should have wine away if you don't already have it. But wine away is awesome for getting rid of, you guessed it, wine spills, especially on white wedding dresses or on suits and shirts, lots of different things, um, even carpet. It's great. So wine away is an awesome thing that we definitely keep in our emergency kit. 
before, we have jewelry and just-in-case items. This is kind of like a random list of personal items and effects. Okay, number one, like I already mentioned, we have our sewing kit. Usually, I have a couple of sewing kits that I give to the wedding party in case there are any wardrobe malfunctions. I also keep some fashion tape with us to help with things that get snagged or to keep some outfits kind of covering up things that they're supposed to be and not going in the wrong direction. Two, I have a bag of extra earring backs. Um, I haven't used these yet, but I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use them at some point. But I have a little Ziploc bag with extra earring backs because people obviously are gonna lose their earrings and they need the back and no one wants to search in the grass for an earring back. Um, another thing that I keep are extra black and brown socks. Not black and brown at the same time, but black socks and brown socks because you know, one of those groomsmen is inevitably going to pick the wrong color and they're going to clash with the suit and it's going to look bad or they're just going to forget their socks. But actually now, have you guys seen, did you see on the, um, what was it? I think the, not the combine, but no, I think it was the combine. Anyways, all of those NFL players that were being interviewed, maybe it was before the, um, the Super Bowl. Anyways, they have all, all these NFL players who don't wear socks with their dress shoes. I don't even know if that's a thing. It probably is a thing and I just don't even know about it, but, for the people that do need socks, extra black and extra brown socks I keep in my kit. Okay, number four, spray deodorant. Now, a lot of you are probably thinking about having some kind of um, personal toiletries case that you're going to put in your bathrooms. But if you don't do that, um, just having extra spray deodorant is a really good idea um, for those hot summer days. Now, I like the spray kind instead of the roll-on because you don't want to be like using someone else's roll-on deodorant. But you're okay with spraying the deodorant on you. Plus, it's just nice to just freshen up a little bit when it's hot and sticky outside in the summertime, which a lot of weddings are happening. Okay, next, I have Advil and allergy medicine. Now, I don't love dispensing medicine to guests, probably because my husband's an attorney. He's like, you shouldn't be giving out medicine. But in case someone is desperate, and I also suffer from seasonal allergies in the spring and summer, and it's just the worst, so I completely get it. I have these in case someone needs them and they can't get to the drugstore fast enough, or for example, one of my team members needs them. So I do have Advil and allergy medicine. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. I don't know if it's, it's probably like not Aleve, but you know, Claritin, I think is what it is, um, in my supply kit. Okay. Um, the next item, number six, is candle lighters and a candle snuffer. So not always, but often my team and I are lighting taper candles and votives. Usually the caterer, sometimes the florist will light these, but if we are in a bind and there's usually just so many of them to light and it goes by faster, my team often helps with lighting the candles. So I'll bring like five candle lighters with me to every wedding because inevitably the caterer will only have one or two and then theirs will die. And then they're like, oh, I don't have any more and I hate using matches. And then they get really slow because they only have one person lighting all of the candles. So then at the end of the night, um, we have to help them anyway. So I'm like, we should just bring them anyways with us. But I do, I do put our name on them. I'm like, these are the Verve candle lighters. Don't stay, don't steal them. Um, so then at the end of the night, we have the candle snuffer, which is much more elegant than blowing a candle out. Um, you, you probably think this is kind of silly, but with COVID, we obviously had to stop blowing out candles because 
you can't do that anymore. Um, and then also, I had one time I blew out a votive candle only to have the wax somehow blow onto my face. So after I got wax, hot wax on my face, I stopped blowing them out. And then the candle snuffer is just nice and neat. I just say, pardon my reach, snuff, and then I move away. So it's great. Um, I often will do this at the end of the night because I don't want the taper candles um, pooling and melting onto the linens and then them getting damaged and then my clients have to pay for them. So as they start to get lower and lower, or if I see them like that huge drippy mess, I just start snuffing them because I don't want them to ruin our linens. Um, Okay. And then last but not least, we have our office supplies. So these are kind of obvious, but we have extra pens. I have a stash in my supply kit because my team and I go through all of them so many, so many times. Um, we also like to check off our progress and our production books. So we always need pens. Um, next, the thing that I just mentioned were our production books. So these are, and these are more for the planners, not for the couples, but these are bound copies of printouts of all of our master files. I don't use clipboards anymore because all of our papers would just fall off and get messy. Um, although I did really like being able to just throw away. No, I actually never, I never threw stuff away because. <laughs> because I'm crazy like that. Um, but I love our production books. They're awesome. They have these tabs on them. So they keep us really, really organized. And they just look really sharp and professional. I even had a couple ask me if they could keep one of our production books as a keepsake of their wedding, wedding which I thought was really, really sweet. Um, so of course, I said yes, it wasn't mine that I gave them it was one of my assistants, but I definitely I keep all of our production books. This is a tip for one of for our planners out there in the back of our production book. So I have everything in there. Of course. And then on the last page, I have our payment disbursement page because usually I tell my couples for all of the tips and all of the final payments that you want to be dispersed on the day of the wedding, just put them in labeled envelopes for each vendor. And then I will give them to each person so you don't have to worry about, you know, carrying all that cash around and then dispersing them at the end of the night. But I definitely want to make sure that I record that I've given these tips out. So I have a sign out page in the back of my production book, which all of the people sign when they receive their tip. And I all I had I never thought I would have to do this, but I'm like, it's a good deterrent to make sure like no one said, Oh, I didn't get my tip. However, in November, I did have someone say it was a bus driver say, Oh, I never got my tip. And because I was really upset because he kept asking the couple for more tip. And I was like, I already paid you. So at the end of the wedding, you know, like a couple days later, I was giving feedback to the bus company. And I said, you know, everything went well, except that one bus driver kept asking for more tip. And I was getting really mad because we already paid him. And he said, oh, well, he's told me that he didn't get a tip. And I said, oh, wait, no, look, in my production book, here is a photo. Here is his name. Here is the, the fact that he got his tip. So you take it up with him. But anyways, that's just a tip for my planners out there. Um, finally, almost finally, we have black and blue calligraphy pens. I took up calligraphy about three years ago. I always loved calligraphy. I told myself I was going to learn calligraphy for my wedding, which was 12 years ago. I never did. But now that everything is hand letter these days, I inevitably will have to rewrite an escort card tag because someone has changed seats or someone forgot to RSVP for somebody else or whatever. So I have to make a new one on the spot. So having the pen and my calligraphy skills has definitely come in handy on more than one occasion. So I have that. Um, the number, f- well, I don't know, number four, I think we're at number four. Uh, <laughs> 
This one just always makes me laugh. It's called a dongle or an auxiliary cord. So I laugh because my husband and I are very immature and we always make fun of it when we say dongle. But anyways, it's one of those cords to help you connect your iPhone to other audio devices. It's just like the little adapter. Um, but I still need those because, you know, if you need to put a pot, put on a, a Spotify playlist or whatever, like you need these little adapters to play. So the dongle or auxiliary cord is in my supply kit. And then also the last thing is my measuring tape and my laser level. I love my laser level because we have a lot of things that need to be straight, like escort cards and whatever. And the level, the little laser, just makes sure that everything is nice and neat. And sometimes you don't, it's, it's, it's just awesome. Just trust me. My measuring tape and my laser level are awesome. Okay, so that wraps up today's episode on my wedding day of emergency kit and supplies. I know it was on the super short and sweet side, but I hope it was very informative and made you think of all the things that you might need on your wedding day. Again, for the episode show notes and links to all of these things, go to verveventco.com forward slash 59. Now, if you have follow-up questions or you want me to talk more in depth about something that you heard about today, please leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and leave your Instagram handle and what your question is, and I will for sure answer it in a future episode and, of course, follow you back. Also, while you're there, please let me know what you think of the format of the show. We are heading into the final month of season two, which is so crazy, and we will definitely be taking your feedback and implementing it when we come back for season three in the fall. So let me know what you think of the format. Do you like the solo episodes? Do you like the interviews? What questions do you want me to be answering? Um, do you like both of the types of formats? Um, like I usually try to alternate them. So let me know if you like that. Also, what do you think about the length of the episodes? Do you like that this one was shorter and around 30 minutes? Is there a sweet spot for you where you start to zone out? Anything at all I want to know, um, just let me know in your reviews because I read every single one of those reviews. Speaking of reviews, let's get to today's review of the day. This review is by Alz, A-L-L-L-L-Z, or Allie Weissel, D-R, on Instagram. So Allie writes, so helpful, five stars. I have loved listening to this podcast during my engagement. I always feel more calm and inspired after. My wedding is in just over a month, but I will probably listen afterwards anyways. Oh, yay. She's putting in a laughing, crying face. Allie, that's so sweet. I would love for you to keep listening. I loved this week's episode on eco-friendly wedding ideas. I felt really validated on a lot of my choices, like online RSVPs and simple one-card invitations. Trying hard to reduce my waste for this one-day event. Happy birthday, Desiree. And she puts some champagne glasses and cake emojis. Yay, Allie. Allie, thank you so, so much for that really sweet and thoughtful review for my birthday. Yes, you totally listened to that episode and understood the assignment as you Gen Zero say. I feel weird even saying that, but I just wanted to get in there. You guys, to you totally made my week when I saw your review and I really, really appreciate it. We should definitely get some post-wedding topics on the podcast too. That makes me think of that. Let me know what questions you have about post-wedding life, like name changes or whatever. 
and definitely keep in touch after your wedding. I would love to hear how your wedding goes. And if you're able to incorporate any advice from the podcast, just for that, I will definitely be sliding into your DMs and sending you a gift card as my thank you to you. So Allie, I already started following you. Make sure you check your DMs or let me follow you so that I can get your info and send you a gift card. Now, if you want to be awesome like Allie, please don't forget to leave the show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts if you like today's episode. Reviews are so helpful to us podcasters because it does help other listeners find the show. It helps the show get ranked higher on Apple Podcasts. And guys, right now, the first podcast you find when you search for a wedding planning podcast in Apple Podcasts hasn't produced new episodes in multiple years. So why is it first? I have no idea. So please keep those reviews coming. Leave multiple reviews if you can. Just leave me some five stars. I would appreciate it so, 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 so much. And if you don't know what to say, just drop me some emojis like Allie did, some hard eyes, the salsa dancer, your favorite cocktails, maybe something that represents where you live, whatever it is, I would love to hear from you. That is all for episode 59 on my wedding day emergency kit. Again, if you want the list of items from today, head to the episode show notes at verveventco.com forward slash 59, and I will give you all the links preloaded so you can just click on it and add it to your Amazon cart. It's easy peasy. Now in episode 60, I am talking to a wedding vows and toasts writer, and he shares some really important tips on how to make your wedding words more meaningful. It is such a good episode, guys. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. I also just interviewed someone on wedding scams, what to look out for and how to deal with it. It is freaking crazy all the scammers and hackers out there that are trying to get your information. They prey upon couples because you're definitely distracted. And I thought it was important for you all to be aware of it so it doesn't happen to you. Um, so hopefully I will also get Jason Tardick on the show before we wrap up season two. I don't know if it's going to happen again because of his schedule, but Jason, if you're listening, reply to my email so we can get it scheduled. Anyways, thank you all so, 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 so much for joining me today. I loved being here with you. I will see you all in the meantime on Instagram at Ask the Planner Podcast and on TikTok at Verve Event Co. And I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you so much for listening to Ask the Planner. To make sure you enjoy planning your heirloom occasion, visit asktheplannerpodcast.com where you'll find show notes and ways to connect with me. And if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit subscribe and please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so other couples can find the show and plan their flawless wedding just like you.